What's up, everyone? It's the Going to Hell show. You can go check out this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and a whole bunch of other platforms. And you can also go follow me on social media at Luke Kurtman, where you can get updates when new episodes are out and all stuff related to the show. Wow, episode seven, man. What a fucking week this has been. You know, the coronavirus is fucking on the move, everyone. It's coming for your ass. Um, and what's weird about this too is that because that word corona is now stuck in people's psyches they're like corona beer sales are gonna fucking skyrocket make no mistake I mean I heard that this uh, coronavirus has come from people people eating bat soup I mean what what are you doing I mean is there nothing else to eat like I'm sure they got like a McDonald's in China like go for that man like what the fuck you want to get discount food? Just go somewhere else. You do, like what are you eating bat soup for? Like that can't be tasting good. Fuck. I mean, well, maybe they didn't know it was bat soup. They were asking for like chunky vegetable soup, and then they fucking served them that instead. Who knows? And also, if anyone knows uh, out there where that name actually come from, coronavirus, let me know. It's just a strange name. It's like when they name hurricanes. It's like, well, what, like where, who's the people who come up with this shit? Like, I would love to know the decision makers and the names for this stuff. It's fucking crazy, man. But yeah, that's fucked up. I think it's in China where it's uh, going for people. I know there's rumours that it was in the UK. Let's fucking hope not. Fuck, man. The last thing we need is another fucking virus on the move. Um... Oh, what a sad start to the week, man. The news about Kobe Bryant and his daughter. It's fucking horrific. You know, what? I know in that helicopter there was um, other families there too and coaches and I think they were saying it was nine people altogether and it's absolutely fucking horrific. You know, when I heard that Kobe did that because he wanted to spend more time with his family. He didn't want to be stuck in traffic all the time. He wanted for helicopters to be quicker and he was taken at a basketball practice as well and I heard that there was quite bad fog in the area that they were passing through and the pilot had to go ahead to go through it and everyone knows what happened next it's um, absolutely horrific man so sad just uh, I don't really know what to say about it to be honest there's um like that's worst case scenario I, I can't think of anything more worse than that so yeah shout out to all uh, the the families you know it's man Kobe Bryant as well he was such a a unique individual you know transcended sport you know people who didn't know the game of basketball knew who he was you know, a true student of the game. You know, just the hardest working man in basketball by far. You know, he was just 
remember back in the day, he just wanted to learn everything about the game of basketball. And I had an interview with him recently and he was saying that when you choose your craft, the world becomes your library because you know what you're looking for. So you're looking at strengths, weaknesses and all these different things. You're just completely, he ate, slept and breathed basketball. It was, you know, that member, member mentality. I also heard what he was talking about, like, say like in a day, like, uh, like a work schedule. So like, I say a lot of people say go basketball practice, say 12 till two, take a couple of hours break then, go back then, do six to eight. And he's like, I would look at that and think, right, I get up at 3 a.m., train from four to six, rest for two hours, train from eight to 10, rest two hours, 12 to two, rest two hours, and just keep that cycle of, breaking it up into two hour periods and he was saying and by doing that I'm blowing past everyone because I'm developing much quicker because of the time that I'm putting in and you know he was at the top for so long I mean like he only retired a couple of years ago I think and this, uh, I watched all the videos of him like talking to like Jordan and Bird and asking advice when we just completely wanted to consume everything there was about basketball and you see him in like the fourth quarter and he's still fighting for that ball and I know some people listen to us and not really into basketball but I mean just as a unique character and to really see like a blueprint of having that mentality of choosing a craft and being consumed by it I think it correlates to so many different things that we do like it definitely applies to comedy it can apply to whatever your chosen craft is whether it's music or literally anything even if you're working in the call center it applies to everything that mentality of learning everything there is about that game learning what you're good at what you're not good at and improving and stuff is you know it's just so sad what's happened you know there's been a lot of tributes recently in the nba to him, they're taking like 24 second shot clock violations out of respect for number 24, Kobe. And I know, like, LeBron's got like tattoos of him in the NBA. It's just all over the world, really. Sports stars, you know, all different types of people have been paying tribute to the madness. It's just fucking so sad, you know. I remember seeing Kobe when I was a kid playing basketball. Like, I remember there was a misconception that him and Jordan were, like, enemies and shit. It wasn't true. They were, like, brothers. Like, Kobe wanted to learn everything about the game and, you know, Jordan was Jordan. And I was actually thinking about this the other day. My earliest memory in life was Michael Jordan. You know, even when I think back now, it's... Literally the first memory that I can think of is seeing Jordan fly through the air dunking a basketball and all the lights and that flashing. It was my first introduction to an extreme winner, like a one percenter amongst one percenters. And even though I didn't understand what that was at the time, it was crazy that like, that was like the first experience. It was him and Eminem, you know, because... I know that was like my brother would always listen to Eminem and he liked basketball and so they were the first things I were introduced to and grew up loving, loving basketball. 
you know, even though I wasn't really aware about who like who Michael Jordan was and how competitive he was and stuff like that. It was just like when you're a kid in the nineties and you're like two, three years old and you're witnessing this guy fly from the free throw line and dunk a basketball, you're like it's like it's unbelievable. You just your eyes are just like pinned to the TV you're like wow. Especially at that age too, where you're like you have no idea what it really is. It's just like it's a whole spectacle of it. And um yeah, I feel when I got older as well, I was like I I liked football too, but uh, somewhere along the line it just kind of died out for me. Like outside of mixed martial arts, basketball is by far my favorite sport. I love it. Like I always had the games and stuff when I play with my mates. Like NBA Two K Fourteen, fucking amazing. I think I heard as well. Kevin Durant was talking about like you actually from playing the game Two K, you actually like get better at just the game playing basketball itself like is it correlates i guess we uh ufc fighter max holloway talk about that too where he would learn techniques from the ufc game and that's crazy ah sipping on coffee again i'm just trying so hard to get a coffee sponsored on this podcast so i can just get like a lifetime supplier some shit like some espressos maybe some cappuccino some lattes whatever it is Oh man, I saw a fucking real good movie last night, Uncut Gems. I'm sure everyone's heard of it uh, with Adam Sandler and the basketball player Kevin Garnett's also in it for the, from the Boston Celtics. And uh, wow, I think this is the first like real dramatic role that Adam Sandler has played. And I mean, he fucking knocked it out with the pack. It was incredible. Like it was almost like a like a Nick Turturro, John Turturro. I think it was one of them type of vibe. It was plays this Jewish guy Howard, and he's like a jeweler and goes on this mad journey. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If it's out on Netflix, come out on Netflix yesterday. But it's been in the cinemas for a bit now. It's just absolutely incredible. Like you know, Sandler's a fucking savage. You know, he's been making like comedy movies for God knows how long he's been doing stand-up and that. And he brought out a new special, I think, last year called 100% Fresh. And apparently, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to check that out. But it's not like your traditional type of comedy special. Like he's incorporating all different aspects. And you know, there's like music and he plays guitar and he sings and all this. And there's jokes. So I'm excited to check that out. But I mean, Adam's, I mean, Happy Gilmore. The longest yard. I mean, water boy. Like he just made classic after classic. You know, Big Daddy, Mister Deeds. You know, I saw Anger Management a couple of months ago with uh, Jack Nicholson. I liked that movie. That was quite good. It's, I can't think of a bad one that he's made. You know, Sandler's a killer and doing this now, doing this dramatic role, made by the Safdie brothers. I think it was made by, and um, I hope he gets more roles like this because it'd be fucking killed it. Like, I won't get into the movie too much because if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it for you. But yeah, check that out. Uncut gems. Um, some new UFC news. I know Dana White was in an interview recently. He came out saying, I think it was yesterday or the day before, saying that. In July, 
it's going to be Jorge Masvidal versus Kamaru Usman for the welterweight title. That is such a good fucking fight. I mean, Usman just came off that war with Corby, which was going either way up until the end. And obviously, Masvidal's on the tear that he's on. You know, Sparks, Darren Till, you know, flying knees at Ben Askren into orbit. You know, beats Nate Diaz for the BMF title. He's one of the biggest stars in the sport right now. I'm surprised they didn't do Masvidal and uh, Connor next. Although it kind of does make sense a bit, though, that they would do uh, Usman and Masvidal for the belt and then Connor fights someone else and then... So maybe Connor fights Khabib then at the end of the year. But uh, it's good to see Masvidal actually getting what he deserves. You know, he's been fighting for so fucking long. He was fighting in the backyards with Kimbo and I... But you can still see those on YouTube. They're hilarious. Um, ah, picks for that fight. You know, Usman's such a beast. Like, he just... His wrestling, his striking's not bad. You know, he can... Uh, but I don't know how that fight will go. Like, well... Usman tried grappling... I mean, what Usman did to Tyron Woodley, he could definitely, I think he could definitely do that to Masvidal, but it won't be like, he won't be, he'll keep taking him down, but I don't think he'll get him down there for long. You know, Masvidal's ATT, he's got a really good takedown defense, and obviously his striking's great. Ooh, that's just such a toss-up. Like, um, I'm going to go with Masvidal to win that. But I do like Usman as well. He's like, I've listened to him on Rogan before as well. He's got a really good story and I like his fighting style. He's a fucking nightmare. No one wants to fight that guy. Um, also as well, February 8th or 9th, we've got UFC 247, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. And I mean, like we all know, like John Jones, for my money, is the best mixed martial artist of all time. You know? undefeated so we got disqualified once for the 12 to 6 elbow which is just a ridiculous fucking rule to begin with you know he's beat everyone you know think he was like champion of like 20 or 21 as well like he's just he's just ran for everyone I think it's good that he's keep fighting these contenders and but I mean let's what are we doing John let's go to heavyweight you know we can be champion of heavyweight I want to see him versus Stipe. You know, I'd also love to see him and DC at uh, heavyweight for the trilogy fight. But I mean, come on, John's beat him twice. It would be good to see, but DC get that chance at heavyweight though, because it just adds another element to it. But I know John wants to fight Israel, but it's like fucking relax a minute. Israel even said, like, they tried to do a, like, a Floyd Mayweather, uh, Canelo Alvarez situation on me. It's like, they wanted to get me now. But it's like, well, no, we'll wait for the bear and I'll fight you in a couple of years. Like, I mean, that's a great fight. But uh, yeah, I want to see John Jones, a heavyweight man. Some fun fights. You can fight Francis. There's uh, Steve Bay, DC. Fight Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar decided to come back to the UFC, I think that's the one that was rumored before. And 
I think out of all fights at heavyweight, that's probably the one that us as fans want to see the most. So, I mean, two of the biggest names in the sport. I know Brock's doing his WWE shit and he's fucking juicing up and all that, but why not? Let's party, innit? Brock was doing a fucking UFC 200 when he fought Mark Hunt. He was on all the fucking steroids. You know, I don't think, I think with someone like John, like, he don't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, take all your steroids. John is just, for my money, simply the, the best mixed martial artist of all time. Not just because he's undefeated and who he's beat, but if you look at his actual skill set and the techniques that he's using and his unorthodox style and that, like, it's good shit, man. Um, what else? That's it, I'm trying to get, it's so hard to get a fucking coffee sponsor. So if anyone out there has a coffee company, you know somebody got a coffee company, who would uh, want to sponsor this show, then let me know, man. This, uh, it's going really good. I got over 110 listens to this podcast, which uh, I'm really happy about. Again, thanks everyone for the support, and I hope you're enjoying the content that I'm putting out, and I'm excited to see the evolution of this show. And yeah, really excited, man. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back soon with another episode, episode eight. So uh, stay tuned for that. And I hope everyone enjoys their weekend and uh, look after yourself. Stay safe, wear protection. Watch out for that fucking coronavirus because it's coming for you. You know, stay indoors, wear a surgical mask, whatever it is you've got to fucking do. And also go and check out Uncut Gems on Netflix. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, so enjoy your weekend, everyone, and I'll speak to you soon.